there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Welcome back to our Kingdom Sexuality Podcast, you guys. We are tackling a really fun thing today. We actually decided that we were going to kind of post our first Q&A. You guys asked the questions and we answered them. Off the cusp, no script. You guys ready for this? We're actually setting a timer as we speak. So we are going to take the next 15 minutes to answer all the things. And the timer is set. Okay. Alana. Yes. I'm going to ask you the first question. Oh, we got a lot of questions around oral sex a lot. So we're Mm going to actually take up a little bit of our time here in the next 15 minutes talking about this. Um, but I'm going to run some of the specific questions around oral, uh, for you. So a lot of them was, what is your thoughts on oral sex? Is it biblical? Is it godly? Let's maybe take that one first. Right. So, I mean, I I feel like you kind of have done a bit more of the like specific research into like the Song of Solomon and, you know, the things that they've talked about in there that can kind of draw lines to oral yeah. sex. So, yeah. I don't know like the specific verses. Um I feel like you do, you know, them, all of those. Um, I'm putting on the spot. <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, if I'm just to just visit about it, I would say that, yeah. yes, oral sex is a biblical thing. Yeah. But also it has to be something that is consensual with both people. Mm, that's right. Really so I think, you know, both people involved need to feel comfortable. And I know yeah. I think it involves maybe some conversations beforehand. So maybe go back to listen to our sure. conversations or our not conversations with like yeah. communications, um, mm-hmm. episode, but mm-hmm. you know, just have those conversations about, okay, what is this going to look like? What do you like? What don't you like? Um, and maybe you don't even know. It's like, well, let's just do yeah, some exploring and figure this out. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think it can be a really a great thing, um, especially if, like, we've got a couple questions that were around pregnant mamas as well and mm-hmm. things like that, and where, yeah. I don't know, when actual intercourse isn't an option, this can be a great way yes. to connect and for you to yeah. do something. You'll have sexual intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. To, like, blow your husband's mind and then vice versa, mm-hmm. right? And he can just blow your mind. Yes. Um yeah. So I think, I think it's something that probably takes practice, um, to get better at, I don't know. I feel like I, I would agree on that. <laughs> yeah. It's like everything we've talked about too, Alana. Like, yeah. um, one of the big myths that we've been busting and will continue to bust is that we are often programmed going into adulthood marriage and then exploring, you know, our own sexuality within marriage that, everything's supposed to just work. We're just supposed yeah. to have the fireworks show every time. And it's not that way. Yeah. So when exploring oral sex, um, I think that's the first piece of advice I would give is to give yourselves a lot of grace and to see it mm-hmm. as something to practice and make an enjoyable experience to practice. Yeah. Um, not to put pressure on or to have expectations e- e- like at all. 
Like, just throw those out of the window and just be very open with communication. I love that you mentioned that, Alana, because communicating is huge, especially when you're implementing something new or something that one of you may be a little bit unsure of or, like, maybe it, it feels taboo to you. Maybe you're overcoming triggers and traumas. Like, there's so much depth that can come with this. Yeah. So it's great to have the conversations first and foremost pray about it together like just get very honest with each other and um know too that from a biblical perspective on oral sex read the song of solomon i encourage you guys to pick up resource guides um and study that book because it's very freeing sexually like extremely and um we know that Solomon and his wife definitely partake in oral sex a lot. And it, and it's very beautiful how they describe everything and relay everything and embrace everything. So it's a good thing to do that too when you guys have the opportunity to do that. But I think that's – do you have anything else to add to that, Alana? Well, something I would add is just how, you know, often the questions are, you know, I just find this – like often from the women we are getting these questions where it's like, you know, I just have a really hard time with – the hygiene of it or, you know, that aspect of it. So I would just, you know, really encourage you guys. It's like, if that's something that you would like to do, go have a shower together first, right? Like get everything super squeaky clean so that you don't have that weird lingering thought in the back of your mind. Like, for sure. Like eliminate it. (laughs) How clean is it? Right. Exactly. Just kibosh (laughs) that. Go get hygiene up and then, I feel yeah. like that's because that's often one of the questions. Like, oh, I just—it's just hard I'm to get over you in mentioned. your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing too that can be kind of fun if it's maybe something you haven't done yet is like shave, get a razor to those areas. You know, like get it tidied up, get it clean. Hygiene isn't just washing; it's also yeah. making sure things are trim and tidy. You know, it's if that's something you guys like, go for it. If it doesn't bother you amazing. But that's something else that you can keep in the back of mind for a step further in just cleaning out all the things and all Mm -hmm. the areas. If that's something that you guys would find appealing. So that's another big thing too, that a lot of people ask. Okay. Amazing. We will be doing an actual episode or several all around oral sex, you guys. We're just going to say that right now because there's yeah. so many questions about it. Yeah. It's coming. So we're not going to get too much deeper into this, but those are great places to start. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's take on our next one. Um, how to overcome fears during sex. So um, anything to do with trying new things, overcoming stuff that maybe you had dealt with in your past as far as traumas go, um, or just maybe unexplained fears in general. Let's talk fears and sexuality. Hmm. This is a great question. Um, it is a great question. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think a part of what can help to get rid of some of the fears initially is like, I don't know. I feel like if you just start praying over your sex life and you're like, you know, asking God mm-hmm. to release those fears so you can just feel, you know, excitement and um, joy, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. expectation, that could be a good mm-hmm. place to start. Another thing is to just aim to have fun. Like, take off yeah. the pressure 
with like, you know, it needs to be perfect. It needs to, you know, I need to climax. He needs to, you know, I don't know. Like there's all these pressures we can put on ourselves that can add fear Mm -hmm. and almost like anxiety sometimes maybe. Um, Or even like if Mm -hmm. someone's wanting to do something and someone's not. And so you kind of have that like fear in the back of your mind that they're going to ask to do the thing that you don't like to do. So, I mean, again, (laughs) those are probably just things you need to talk about as a couple um, and just share your fears with them yeah. too. I think that can be really good and, and healthy to just bring it all into the air. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Bears? I echo everything you just said. That was really good. Oh, cool. <laughs> that was Perfect. very good. Again, it goes back to, like you said, communication is so huge. Mm-hmm. Prayer is so huge. Just being honest and vulnerable with each other and with God is so huge. Um, and taking things with a lot of grace you know, moving forward for sure, but to take the pressure off of all the things, right? Mm -hmm. Moving forward without pressure, committing to growth, um, but through a lot of grace. I think that's, that's very key. Okay. Another really good one too that I really liked is how do you suggest we explore our bodies like you suggested in the Mythbusters episode? And this is a really good question that we could totally devote a lot of time to, honestly. Yeah. I could do a whole episode. Oh, for sure we could. But, you know, in terms of, yeah, in terms of exploring your body, like, a lot of people, specifically in the Christian circle, go into marriage and they're, like, very fear-mongered. Let's be very honest here. They're very fear-mongered about sex. It was always something dirty. Don't do it. Yada, yada, yada. Um, there's a whole stigma around that within Christianity, which is very sad. And it's very, very evil to be perfectly honest. This is exactly what Satan wants. <laughs> hmm. He doesn't want us in freedoms actually, you know, with our spouse, right? He wants us to live in fear. So it's very good idea coming into marriage or wherever you're even at now in your marriage. If you haven't had a conversation about what feels good or what doesn't with your spouse and your spouse maybe doesn't even know what makes you tick. Um, maybe you don't even know what makes you tick. It's a very good thing to sit down and learn about your anatomy for one, learn about erogenous zones, learn about your husband's, learn about it together. Um, and spend a lot of time going back to the basics. A lot of people don't even go to the basics. Like a lot of that is skipped and people just don't know. You take the media for truth and you just think, oh yeah, as soon as we have sex, the fire, like the fireworks are supposed to go off. Everything's amazing. So you have sex and you're like, (laughs) what's wrong? (laughs) Right? Like you're like, oh, what just happened? I don't even know. Nothing happened. Where's the magic button? There is no magic button, FYI. This is very much a journey where you guys grow together in intimacy together and just literally feel things out. You need to learn each other. You need to learn your own body. You need to give a lot of space and time to growth in that area. So as far as exploring your bodies together as husband and wife, that looks different for everybody, but don't miss those basics. That is huge. Another really good... Um, thing that you guys could do in terms of resources go into getting more education on this is um, Intended for Pleasure is an incredible book that covers that topic very, very well. And so we highly recommend looking into that as well. Hmm. Yeah. 
And it's something too, like, I mean, I was in the same boat. Like if this isn't something you've done, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> like I oh, was just, nice. you know, I just assumed it would just, absolutely. The Everything button would, would get pressed. It would, the switch would flip and right. So I was like, you know, eventually it's just going to happen. It's just going to, you know, but I was like, mm-hmm. uh, wait a second. This isn't something that, you know, Jeff can fix or I can, you know, I, like I had to, yeah. okay, wait, no, I need to learn my body. And so mm-hmm. it made all the difference. So if it's something you're kind of another thing, like you're afraid of, <laughs> is that something that kind of, you know, makes you feel nervous? I mean, I just really mm-hmm. encourage you to just, just do it and relax. Yeah. And I don't know. I think, I think a lot of growth can come from like learning oh, for sure. when you're in Absolutely. those uncomfortable, very freeing. yeah, you're in those uncomfortable situations, but you are forcing yourself to learn. Cause it's kind of, it's like if you do something and it's routine and you do this every time, you don't want to switch it up and try and mm-hmm. right, like try something new. So yeah, it can be tricky, but I would just really encourage you to do it. Yeah. That's a very good point. Here's another really good one. How do you pull yourself out of a mental funk when your feelings have been very hurt by your loved one? So this is huge. First and Mm. foremost, you guys need to know we all go through this. (laughs) Hurts happen. It's part of life. Um, And I'm going to say my biggest tip because this this is a huge topic as well. You guys are asking amazing questions. My biggest thing that helps me personally, so I'll just speak out of my own personal experience here, is when I have experienced tremendous hurt in the past, it's very hard for me to look past my own feelings. And I get inside Mm -hmm. of my own head really, really, really intensely. And I just put myself down this rabbit hole. And I think that's something to be very aware of is how do you respond um, and also know that you are the only one that has the control over how you respond to things. And if you're going to choose to move forward or stay where you are, and that's been huge for me. Um, and then with that is really understanding what Christ's definition of forgiveness is. I feel like a lot of us as believers don't really understand the entire concept of forgiveness and, you know, even I hear all the time, people are like, oh, forgive and forget. And there's all these little slogans around forgiveness. <clears throat> and if you actually trace a lot of those back to the Bible, that's not how it is. And it's our honor and blessing and obligation out of obedience and love for Christ to forgive because he forgave us, right? Like, who are we to withhold forgiveness And so working through your understanding of forgiveness is very, very huge, but also giving yourself the grace and acceptance and being okay with just feeling all the things. I mean, if you're going to stuff all the feelings down from that hurt, that's equally not helpful for your healing, right? So getting things on the table with yourself, getting in communion with Christ on the entire situation, bring it before God spending a lot of time in your Bible, like get to know what God put in the Bible for us about, whoop, there goes our timer. <laughs> Sorry. That was great. Don't edit that out. No, this is, we're being very, very open here because we have no script. That was 15 minutes, you guys. Yeah. I was saying like, get, get things on the table, you know, even looking into scriptures, what does what does the Bible actually say about forgiveness? Like, look how Jesus went about it. He was 
I think, more wrong than anybody in the entire history of the world, you know? Right. And he still chose to forgive. So forgiveness is just a huge concept in that, and understanding the ins and outs of it is actually very, very freeing when it comes to dealing with deep hearts. Yeah, Lana, what do you have to say on that? I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head and covered a lot of things. Um, but I think it is, like you mentioned, it is something that needs to be addressed. I know, um, we've had mm-hmm. kind of questions before, you know, when you're, you aren't really emotionally connected, um, yeah. you know, how to kind of get that emotional connection. Cause it, you kind of need that before you can get intimate. It's, Absolutely. it's really, it's really difficult if you've had yeah. some kind of argument or disagreement and then it's like, well, you want to, you want to, you want to go? And it's like, hold on a second. Like, nope, I'm still, we got to work on something first. Right. So I don't know. I think there are things that you definitely got to sit down and, and chat through first and write stuff down if you need to. Like I often, I really formulate in my brain. Brain Yeah. I, I think over things for like way too long. And then by the time I'm ready to bring them up, it's like been so long after it's happened. So I don't know, preaching to myself here, but to just write it down and then have those conversations and then it's all out there. And then I don't know, that's when the healing can come in. Absolutely. Yeah. Being very truthful and vulnerable, even with yourself, right? Not just the person who's wronged you, but also with yourself, with Christ, that whole trio right there. Yeah. That's a very good question. I like that. Okay, do we want to take one last little fun one? There's a little fun one that really caught my eye. And it's, what is your go-to mood music for an intimate night? And I love that. Mm -hmm. Alana and I actually were just conjoining and comparing our um, lovemaking playlists. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to share with you guys, Alana, do you have, do you have, what is your top two? Let's each share our top two for fun of it. Okay. I'm gonna, okay. So, okay. Here's here's two that I love. Black by Dirk Bentley is really really good. It's a very intimate song, and I am um, the Notebook that that movie. I'm a diehard <laughs> over it. So of course, <laughs> I'll be seeing you by Billie Holiday is another one. Those mm. are just so good. Those are classics. They're just really really great in bedroom. Okay. Uh, so if I had to pick two, okay, I'll pick, um, probably slow dancing in a burning room by John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then wicked Fair game skin. by James Vincent McMorrow. Okay. And that's one I haven't heard yet. So I'm excited to listen to that. And anything by Leon Bridges is really good. And John Legend. <laughs> yeah. Those are art for you guys to check yeah. out. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll put together a little thing and we can hopefully share it. We will. We're going to share a very fun curated playlist for you guys. So that's very exciting. So stay tuned for that this week. And with that said, you guys, we definitely can get through all of the questions. There was a lot of incredible questions here. So that means we'll obviously have to do more of those. Yeah. But this was a lot of fun. Yeah. This was just like visiting. (laughs) It is. Amazing. It's fantastic. I'm chatting to you guys. Very good. So we'll see you guys in the future with more of these and answering more of your questions. It's just so fun getting to know you guys' community. So this has been awesome. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy. 
tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.